Hey guys, welcome into the Smyrna Churchman Fantasy Football League podcast. I am your host, Hunter Farrell. Joined alongside uh, one of the great personalities in this league, Mac Farrell. Mac, how are you doing? I'm doing fantabulous. Yourself? <laughs> uh, no complaints here. Um, obviously, uh, no show last week. Uh, it was a COVID week for the Smyrna Churchman Fantasy Football League podcast. Uh, yeah, I tested positive and... I was considering, you know, still moving on, but uh, I was pretty miserable, pretty miserable. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just, you know, tough week, but uh, um, hope, uh, it was it was good to hear Alex say he missed it, at least. And then, you know, Jake added on there a little bit. So we know who's uh, who our loyal listeners are and who aren't. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so Mac, a lot, a lot has changed in the fantasy football league in two weeks. So we have a little bit to review. You ready to ready to get into it? Let's get straight to it. All right. So uh, the standings as of right now, going into week eight of the NFL season. In first place, we have I like PB and Jays, who have won six straight. Um, and then we have the Soul Steelers at five and two, and Soul Place is second place. In third place. We have a whole slew of teams, but the highest scoring team would be Dr. Side Train at 4-3. and three. Then we have the Schizophrenic Sloths 4th, Wasted Players 5th, Oh How the Mighty Have Fallen, and 6th we have the Pummeling Pooh Bears. Now, on the outside looking in currently, uh, we have uh, Jake's team, who's 3-4, and four, and you know Jake's back on his, I'm going to change my team name every week, um, the Jake we all know and love. Um, and then eighth, a little bit behind him is Alex, who's also three and four. And then in last place, or tied for last place, we have Mike Preventure with the True Dogs, and then the Edible Burritos. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, what, what are your thoughts? Just looking at the standings. Like I said, obviously a lot has changed here in two weeks. Um, what, what comes to mind? Yeah, we're, it's about time to you know pull out the playoff machine and uh, figure out well if this team wins, uh, can this team get in? Uh, uh, Michael and uh, not Michael, uh, Richard and Mike are probably in is as close to as win now mode as possible. Um, you know they're three games behind sixth place, and uh, we're in week eight and we only play what we play thirteen regular season weeks or is it? I think it's thirteen. 13 yeah because playoffs are 14 15 16 so only five more weeks left and you're down three games uh almost all of them are becoming uh must wins for those one and six teams yeah so you have that gap you're three and four teams which alex and jake have 
kind of come on strong here recently. Jake's the second or the second highest scoring team in the league, while um, you know Alex is has scored less points than poor old Richard, and Richard's <laughs> one in six. So um, you know it pays to be lucky sometimes. Um, and then you have four teams at four and three, for all the way from Michael all the way down to Neil. Yourself and Ethan included. Uh, Ethan has fallen back down to earth and um, haven't heard as much from him from there. And then, you know, I'm, I'm in sole position a second right now. And then Tyler has continued to stay hot despite me saying that he was going to run out of luck against Jake um, two weeks ago. So, speaking of that, uh, going back to our picks, um, I... Went two and three, and you went three and two. So now we are tied at fifteen and fifteen. Uh, Max said that his picks were five and zero oh last last week. Um, he just you know didn't have his platform to to make them. But as of right now, we're both tied at fifteen and fifteen going into week eight. Um, I'm sure y'all are all so interested in who we're picking, like always. So that way you can uh, just you know make fun of whoever gets it wrong or who's disrespecting you and all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, uh, Mac, you ready to get into the picks of the week? Sure. All right. You sound excited. Okay. So, uh, the first matchup, it would be, I think, what's going to be, it's at least projected to be one of the highest scoring games. Um, and that is between myself and Alex. ESPN has me as a um, one-point favorite, one-point-one-point uh, favorite, and I think this will... Definitely be one of the closest matchups of the week. Uh, since I'm in this matchup, Mac, would you like to go ahead and make your pick and give your reasons why? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and pick you for the win. Um, Alex has a couple of players I'm not really sure are going to play this week in the lineup. You got Aaron Jones, who, um, you know, word around town is they're thinking about leaving him out this week. Michael Thomas, same kind of ordeal. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see either or both of them not play this week. Um, he's got he's got the Titans players, who you know they're they're primed for a good week against Cincinnati. Um, I like Brandon Ayuk in there, Deontay Johnson. You know he's a, he's become a big part of the Steelers' offense. So I think he he's got potential there, but I just think that your your running back core of Mike Davis, Kareem Hunt, and Dalvin Cook will will prove to be a little too too much for uh, Alex to to overcome this week. Yeah, um, I, I'm going to pick as if. Um, every player that is in Alex's roster is going to play. And for that reason, I'm actually going to pick Alex. I think this is the first time I've picked against myself. No, I picked you to beat me um, in week two. But, uh, <laughs> so maybe this will be the luck I need. But uh, Alex's team has not been all there yet. Um, you know, Michael Thomas has been out for almost the whole year. Um, the Titans players missed a little bit. Aaron Jones missed last week. Um, so, yeah, I think, obviously, his team hurts if Aaron Jones doesn't play or if Michael Thomas doesn't play. 
But if those guys do play, um, I think the Titans players, uh, A.J. Brown, Ryan Tannehill, and Derrick Henry will have a really nice game against the Bengals defense, who isn't very good. Now, me, now that I said that, I bet the Titans offense does terrible, but um, I, I, I give Alex the slight edge, assuming that all of his players play. So I'm going to make the assumption that they do play, and I'll pick Alex to beat me this week. I just think his team has a lot more, has a higher ceiling right now than mine does. But uh, So you went with me, and I went with Alex. Uh, now we're going to move on to Edible Burritos and the Wasted Players. You all right there? Yeah, I think <laughs> we, we got disconnected for a minute. No. Okay, so... Uh, ESPN has the Edible Burritos as a three-point favorite in this matchup. Um, we have the, uh, I'd say, one of the hottest teams at the beginning of the year, which was the Wasted Players, and one of the slowest teams, Edible Burritos. Um, you know, two guys have got off to completely different starts, but both guys desperately needing a win. We talked about how what the path is going to look like for Mike and Richard, if they want to get in, and then, you know, Ethan, I couldn't tell you the last time he made the playoffs, so obviously he needs to solidify himself, so what are your thoughts on this game? Oh, well, there's a lot of interesting players in this matchup here. I mean, I know, I know you're pretty biased towards Richard, because, I mean, you've traded with him about five times this year, so... Um, you, you just basically you just basically get. Mean I'm <laughs> I think I think it does. I think you like some of the players that are on his team. Well, I mean, this week specifically, I like Carson Wentz. I like Todd Gurley against the Panthers. Um, love George Kittle against Seattle. Think he's you know he could see twenty targets this game with Debo out and going against that Seattle offense. They're going to put up a lot of points. I can see Kittle getting a lot of work. Um, T. Higgins, you know, he could even have a big, a big day against the Tennessee secondary, as we've seen. Not the, not the hottest, but at the same time, you know, I like Cooper Cup against Miami. I think, think there's potential for him to have a solid game, but I just really don't like Joshua Kelly or T. Y. Hilton in there. Um, yeah, T. Y. Hilton is. I mean. He, he he's not been great, not been great yeah. at all. Averaging seven point five points a game. Yeah, it, it's it's been a rough year for him, but you know I, I like I like Ethan's team. I think Ethan's team. If the players come to play, he'll definitely um, take the win. But you know, I just have questions about. You know, Zeke's opportunity and a bad offense. You know, uh, Nelson Aguilar in the Cleveland game. You know, they're projecting a lot of wind in Cleveland this weekend with gusts up to like 40 miles an hour. And uh, I don't, I don't see that being a very um, productive passing game if if that comes to fruition. But you know. So, so who are you pick? Who are you picking to win? I'm, I'm going to give the edge to Ethan. Um, I'm going to give the edge to Ethan. I don't know. 
I'm going to give the edge to Ethan. Well, we finally got there. I'm not <laughs> we finally got there. Um, so I'm going with Wasted Players as well. Um, I think Rodgers against Minnesota is a matchup. Like, I think he'll, he'll win that matchup. Uh, Zeke gets work whether he's doing great or not. Um, and with a rookie quarterback, they may be dumping it off. We don't know. Um, um, we, you like T. Higgins against Titans. A.J. Green could make the same argument. Justin Jefferson has been a monster. Uh, you got Mark Andrews uh, going up against a tough Pittsburgh team. Mark Andrews hasn't been really consistent. But, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I think uh, I, I always usually end up leaning with the teams. I think have a little bit more upside. And this week, I just see a little more upside with Alex, not Alex, sorry, Ethan's roster than I do with uh, Richard's roster. Uh, you just look at Richard's rosters, and there's just some duds, like Joshua Kelly, T.Y. Hilton, um, Cooper Cup. The, the Rams haven't, their offense hasn't done great the past uh, few games, at least for the receivers. So, um, yeah, I'm just, always go with the team that's got a little higher ceiling, and I think that's uh Ethan here, and just knowing Richard's luck, he'll probably find some heartbreaking way to lose this game. So, that's my prediction. Alright, so the next matchup is going to be between yourself, the Sloss, and the True Dog. So, another 1 6 team that desperately needs a win versus a 4 3 team that uh, would like to solidify their playoff odds here a little bit. ESPN has Mac as a 10 point favorite. And uh, rightfully so, in my mind. I said from the beginning of the year, I think the Sloths are one of the better teams in the league. Um, this week, they got Mahomes going up against that vaunted New York Jets defense. Uh, I expect him to do well. Um, Mac already mentioned the weather in the Cleveland game. Uh, with that being the case, you could see Josh Jacobs getting a lot of work. Um, Mac putting in Le'Veon Bell in for a revenge game. I think he'll probably have about as good of a game as you can have for a backup running back. Uh, Metcalf is a monster. Kenny G is a monster. Calvin Ridley is a monster. Mac's team has a lot of great upside this week, so I'm going with the Sloths in this matchup. I'm right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a chance my team doesn't show. Mike comes to, you know, comes to I think Mike's team isn't going to necessarily have a bad week. I mean, you got Tom Brady who he's been doing well, and they're going up against the Giants. Uh, you got you know Tyreek Hill, which if I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have a nice game, I probably think Tyreek Hill is going to have a nice game. Uh, Gronk has been showing up and looks better uh, with Odell Beckham gone. Jarvis Landry can do a little bit better, but I mean Devin Singletary is just. I think he had like one carry last week or something like that. Like Zach Moss came back and that's that's a mess. And then Boston Scott, agree, yeah, Boston Scott. Uh, don't know. Marquise Brown's been very inconsistent. They're going up against a very good Pittsburgh Steelers defense. So uh, you know, you, know you, you you throw Christian McCaffrey into that lineup, <laughs> and all of a sudden, yeah, it could. You know, it, it could definitely change things, but uh, I think he's about a week away. So, yeah, it's been a rough, rough time for Mike. Maybe, maybe 
Yeah, like I said, they're him and Richard are both running out of time. But uh, uh yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough, but uh, you know, uh, that is life. All right, so we're both going with the sloss there. Now we have the ever-changing uh, Jake or Jake's team. Last year, what was it? What was his team name? Uh, it was like thirteen. No, it wasn't that, that was last week. Yeah, it was something like uh, who was he playing? Um, I don't know. He, he don't know. he's changing it based on his matchup. Um, so, but this week he is Christopher Robin's favorite team, going up against the Pumwing Pooh Bears. Not favorite team, fave team. Fave team. Sorry. Well, fave stands for favorite. It just probably doesn't fit in there. Um, yeah, but it's fave. Right now, ESPN has Jake as a thirteen point fourteen point favorite, but uh, Michael. Well, not Michael. Sorry, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Neil uh, currently doesn't have a defensive player in there, or for Zach Cunningham, or for uh, his empty spot. So things can obviously change there. So, uh, Mac, what are your thoughts on this matchup? Well, you know, got a lot of a lot of question marks up in this game. Um, Jake, you know, has Allen Robinson in the lineup, who's still going through concussion protocol so we don't know if he's necessarily going to be involved this week and um you know uh, i i think I, I think i give the edge to neil this week i think you know the the Pooh bears come through he's got a lot of good players and great matchups this week um we'll kind of get a sneak peek of how it's going to look with Teddy Bridgewater and Julio going at it tonight. So, um, we'll be able to see how that goes. But I think, you know, Neil puts in a couple of defensive players in here. Uh, I, I think he wins it fairly comfortably this week. Uh, this, this is going to be, what, the second one we've disagreed on. Um, I'm going with Jake here. Um like Russell Wilson uh, to bounce back after having a bad performance on primetime. Um, I like Kyle Edwards Hilaire against the Jets. Um, Russell Wilson had a bad performance. Yeah, um, yeah, for him. Um, well, they lost, but... Yeah. yeah. Uh, James, James White is a, not a guy that you necessarily want to be throwing into your flex. Um, Allen Robinson, like you said, if he's not playing this week, um, it looks like he's putting in Corey Davis, maybe. Uh, that's the only other receiver he has on his roster. Um so, yeah, I mean, but uh, you look at the rest of his roster, you've got Keenan Allen, who's been a monster. Um, that's Herbert's favorite guy. Johnny Smith. I mean, the, the Browns, pretty sure they had a rookie tight end catch two touchdowns against the Bengals last week. So I expect Johnny to be a big part of the game plan there. And then um, Jake, always known for his individual defensive players, uh, that Patrick Queen play. I mean, Patrick Queen basically won the week against uh, – Ethan, so, and then, you know, he's got Buda Baker on Bob. Buda Baker's a monster. Fred Warner's a monster. Um, Malcolm Butler gets targeted a lot, so, you know, he gets uh, he gets a lot of opportunities. So, and he's got the best kicker in fantasy football. I was, I, was, I was waiting for you to get there. I was going to say, if you want to give him the edge anywhere. Rocket Rodrigo over, over Justin Tucker. This is the best kicker matchup of the year. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to give the – 
Yeah, so I'm gonna give the slight edge to uh, to uh, Jake here, but uh, obviously a big matchup for two teams that are kind of in the middle of the pack. Um, so last matchup we're going into, we have Doctor Sad Train, which ever since Mike was changed the team name, they he's a uh, he's done a lot better. And then uh, we have I like PB and J's first place in the league, and they are favored to win by about 15 right now, but. Michael needs to replace uh, replace a kicker, so obviously it could change a little bit there. Not gonna sway it either way, but he's make it closer. Need to replace a running back as well. Yeah, Joe Mixon. Uh, I don't know if they've come out officially as whether he's playing or not, but um, it is not looking like that. The good news is is that um, Michael does have a good amount of players to move around. Either whether he wants to move David Montgomery there or and move a receiver to the flex or move another running back there uh michael's depth that he's had all year starting to really show and starting to help him out a lot so uh matt last last game of last preview of or last game in preview of this week uh what are you what are your thoughts on this uh matchup it's uh it's a it's a toughie here you know um I like I like Michael's lineup, but there's not a lot of great matchups per se. Um, you know, James Conner going against Baltimore. Joe Mixon probably not going to play. You know, he could put DeAndre Swift in going against Indianapolis. I mean, he's got options here, but I'm not in love with anybody besides really Devontae Adams. Robbie Anderson and Diggs. You know, I think those guys have the potential to carry him to a win. Um, I'm not entirely, you know, maybe Lamar Jackson figured it out in the bye week and he comes out, has a good performance, but Pittsburgh doesn't give me a lot of hope. I think Tyler, um, I think Tyler just, his teams, you know, they, they got all the, the Pistons firing at the moment. And I, I don't really see him slowing down until uh, until one of these big-name guys gets injured. Um, you know, Kamara's going to do good, lock it. You can, you can guarantee he's, he's going to do all right, but it might be a week he, he drops off, so. You know, I, I, I'm going to go against the grain here. I'm going with Mike. Oh, well, the the thing I'll never understand is you just sit there and ramble and ramble, and it's like you're trying to decide for yourself already. Uh, I had written down on the paper, Mike, okay, so Mac's going with Tyler. Mac talking about how uh, he doesn't like Michael's matchup, so then all of a sudden, last second, you decide you're going to flip. Um, well, you know, that's the thing about fantasy is it's not always about, you know, who had the best players with the best matchups? It's you know, just it, it's all probability. And, um, you know, I just don't think it works out for Tyler this week. I think it works out for Mike. Well, I've picked against. I hate to say that because I, I want to jump Michael in the standings, but I, I think he gets the win. I said uh, I I I'm going with uh, Tyler. Every time I pick against Tyler, he ends up just dominating. Um, do I expect Tyler Lockett to have a week like he did last week? No, um, but I do expect him to do well in that game. Um, Ronald Jones has been kind of the running back to like 
He's been getting most of the work that Leonard Fournette has gotten in there a little bit. Definitely taking away the pack passing work. Alvin Kamara, number one running back in fantasy football. Drew Brees can't throw it very far, so he just throws it to him. Burrow's going up against a Titans defense that hasn't looked great. Um, Thielen going up against Green Bay where they'll be playing from behind. Well, I mean, well, you like the Titans players earlier. Mentioned that. Um, yeah, I just. Well, you know, he's got the, the, the trifecta. Uh huh. You so, can't knock the trifecta. Whatever. You're just changing, changing uh, the narrative now. But I'm, I'm going with Tyler. Uh, it, it just seems like anytime he has a player have a bad week, he's got someone on his roster that just goes off. And uh, yeah, so um, I'm going with Tyler. You're going with Michael. And uh, those are our week eight picks. Uh, first matchup, you picked me to win. I picked Alex. Second matchup, we both picked Ethan to win against Richard. Um, third matchup, we both picked you to win against Mike. And fourth matchup, we split. You picked Neil. I picked Jake. And then this last matchup, you picked Michael. And I picked Tyler. So uh, any thoughts going into week eight? <laughs> so yeah, as someone who was uh, going up against DK Metcalf and uh, also has Tyler Lockett in another league, I was uh, very excited. It was about, went about as well as it could have. Um, but uh, yeah, I said crazy, crazy Tyler Lockett week. I think it was like the 19th best performance in fantasy football history, um, which is crazy to think that there's that many more uh, better than that. But this is going back like, all the way before fantasy football even existed. Um, I think Jerry Rice was number one. Yeah, Jerry Rice had a five-touchdown week, I do believe, at some point. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, you know, being a part of history and then ha history happening to you. But, uh, you know, when you go undefeated, I guess history can be unkind to you later on. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, there's how many people like said they've had an undefeated season in fantasy. Well, not anybody in this league, but uh, yeah, I said. When, uh, I, when I die, I want y'all to put that on my headstone. <laughs> your headstone, not your gravestone. Well, whatever you want. Whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, but we're like you said, we're getting to the exciting part. Uh, obviously, I think draft day is the best, and then you know, week one, you're super excited because everybody thinks they can win a championship. But now we're getting to the point where um, every game matters. Um, you're getting into bye weeks and injuries and. Um, we're getting the trade deadline coming close and we're going to get more clarity to see where teams can go and how they can move. And with this podcast, uh, being a little bit more consistent than we've done in the past time, we'll be keeping up with the playoff race and what teams need to do to get where they want to go. Um, but, uh, it's, yeah, once you get to the playoffs, it's all, I mean, it's all up for grabs there. Um, so it, it, it'll be interesting you, like you've already said. So, uh, other than that, um, I wish everyone the best of luck this week. Once again, sorry about last week. Uh, hopefully y'all enjoyed this week's podcast. Um, and w hopefully next time we'll, <laughs> next time we'll be able to give you a week, um, week eight recap and preview week nine. And it won't be quite as much to cover as we had to this time. But any, any final thoughts? No, sir. Excited for another week. Looking forward to talking to you guys in the next one. All right, guys. Y'all have a great week. Eight. 
Hope none of your players get injured. Hope your players perform to the best of their abilities, uh, except for if it's against Mac. And uh, I hope everybody wins this week. <laughs> yeah, everybody's a winner. All right, guys. Great. Good luck in week eight. We'll see y'all next week.